So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. What a night. What an incredible night for professional wrestling. What a huge night for the WWE. I am Kev Kellum. This is the Sports Kita wrestling youtube channel on facebook on on your podcast ears wherever you are live wrestling is back electric drama from wwe dripping off screens around the world when those screen when those screens could actually get a full-on uninterrupted live feed from the show tonight we will get into all of it oh and by the way john cena is back it's a huge night sound off get on screen share the link or you stink Money in the bank. <laughs> Tell us what you think. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What's up, everybody? I am Kev Kelm. That is JB Huskers, Jeremy Bennett in Nebraska. Uh, why we got to ask you. Tell us what you thought. Tell us what you thought of this show. Sound off. We have just uh, coming to you live after the show. Hit the thumb button. Tell us how you feel about it. I know some people are already telling us they're angry about it. Get your comments on screen. The most interactive pro wrestling talk show coming at you. Everything you say drives the conversation. Uh, Jeremy, what a night for the WWE. It is an undeniably eventful evening for the company. A lot of uh, upward trajectory for this show. We got uh we got an appetizer on Friday of uh, what life is going to be back uh be like back to normal in the WWE with SmackDown and uh, holy hell did the crowd bring it tonight I have I don't know uh you know it it might be hyperbole it might be that we just saw it happen but that was truly one of the biggest pops in WWE history yeah. with John Cena that, that was, was an absolutely massive ending to the show. I was insane. And mm -hmm. and I mean, I was expecting it. Uh, you know, Russell votes put out a little tease. Uh, so I was kind of expecting it to happen, but still, my God, it was so good to see him back. Uh, let's just see the fans, see what you guys are saying right away. Stick with us. If you're here with us for the first time, go ahead, subscribe to our channel on YouTube. We are making that March towards 20,000. We have live shows with Vince Russo every single Monday night, Dutch Mantel every single Friday. This week alone, we interviewed Johnny Gargano and Natalia and Nikki Ash, A-S-H. I, I got to get over that. She won a big night for her, too. We'll get into Big E, all those big things, and all of your opinions will drive the conversation. Uh, Michael texting here saying, that was effing unreal. Best show of the last two years. I'm in lockdown in Melbourne, Australia. That lit up my day. A shout-out to our friends in Australia. We know you guys have had a surge in COVID cases. There is a concern about surge of COVID cases here in the United States, uh, but higher vaccination rates change things. I, I talked to some fans that were heading to Texas for the show, and we're concerned about COVID there. So we understand that still overrides all of this, but let's focus on the positivity. Let's focus on the good here. Uh, a lot of people saying great pay-per-view, uh, solid feeling. I'm a new on here. Michelle, if you're new, go ahead, hit the subscribe button. If you're new with this on Facebook, go ahead, turn those reminders on so you know when we go live for you guys as well. And join us on YouTube. It really helps us out, gives us a little bit more support in the things we're trying to do here. Uh, but let's talk about the ending of the show. Um, Roman Reigns and Edge have this incredible match. Yeah, It was very drawn out. The pace of it was very drawn out. I think they had nearly 30 minutes, a lot of ups and downs. And I think what was supposed to be achieved in this match was achieved. Roman was the odds-on favorite, despite Edge coming back with everything that he's been through. But Roman has been such a hot, hot character. His evil, almost Darth Vader, I believe what I'm doing is the right thing to do type villain, even though everything he's doing is pretty evil. But the way he says it, like, I'm the guy. The in-match dialogue, where they really had the commentary pull back. Someone had, every time he yelled, they really got in his ear. The, the lines, I'm winning. Like, when he was beating him up in the corner, he's like, why are you telling me I suck when I'm winning? <laughs> like he was so in his lane. Anyone who is on this guy's uh, backside a few years ago saying he couldn't wrestle yeah. are now kissing it. 
Yeah, th- this was uh, uh, our, our buddy uh, uh, Scott Fishman, uh, who uh, works in Orlando for uh, TV Insider. Uh, he had uh, he had a, a very uh, a very good tweet uh, just talking about just how they let things breathe in that match. You know, they 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 uh, turn up the volume at the right time. If I could find the tweet real quick, uh, it, it was so well said. I want to read it. Um, but uh, it, it was basically, you know, this was a, uh, I think it clocked in right about 33 uh, to 35 minutes, I think it was. And uh, it was just, um, you know, it was, a, it was a tremendously built match. And here was the tweet. He said, Edge and Roman Reigns demonstrating how effective it is to let a match breathe, work up to those big moments. That was, the, that, that was just so well said from Scott, Scott Fishman there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I completely agree. They, uh, they turned up the dial. You could feel it, the dial turning up. And then when it hit, they just kicked it into gear and uh, gave us the main event that we deserved for this, mm-hmm. uh, this special pay-per-view. It was uh, something else. Uh, it is, uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, and, uh, we have Jose saying, I'm adjusting for you guys in studio. What exactly is he saying? Uh, and add him back. Do you have a, so we can add the overlay. We'll have you come back in here in a minute and have him add the overlay. Uh, Jeremy, there we go. Uh, it is quite an event here for everything that's going. Look at that. Thank there you so is. much. Jose doing that for us off screen. Thanks Jose. We were, here's the issue with this. We thought the show was going to end at nine 30. So like so like nine thirty central, and that's been the way that most WWE paper has been going. This one went nearly an hour over that time. That yeah. is something with the network and streaming now is they have no end date. They yeah. can kind of keep going with these shows. Um, this was a long pay per view, but I'm gonna accept it because of the circumstances. This is the first one in front of a live audience. Mm-hmm. This one is very much a hard reboot. They could have called this. WWE reboot 2021. I think people would have been on board with it. Uh, There was a lot of, did you notice this tonight too? There was a lot of reminding you about what certain characters have done in the last year. Yeah. Yeah. And and unfortunately things that had happened a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately with Peacock crapping out, I really wanted to see reactions to those eight guys in the money in the bank, um, which I'm going to have to go back and watch later on. Cause I want to see what everybody is reacting to. Like the women, you could find out like, I mean, uh, Naomi got a huge pop. Uh, Alexa bliss got a huge pop, Uh, you know, and then, you know, you got to like Charlotte and Rhea, the crowd was chanting, we want Becky, but then they won them over with a tremendous match. So it was kind of interesting to kind of see those crowd dynamics. And then, uh, you know, like I said, I'll have to go back and watch Money in the Bank, uh, the men's match, just to see how uh, how the crowd reacted to those eight. Men. I mean, uh, we'll get into details in the whole card here, uh, but this was an incredible show for WWE. Yeah, uh, there, were, there was very, very little bad on the show. And the bad parts on the show had nothing to do with the wrestlers, had absolutely nothing to do with the wrestlers. Or even WWE themselves. It had a lot to do with um, basically Peacock, from yeah. what we could tell. Mm. Uh, uh. Prior to the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, there was serious technical issues that ran from the beginning of a, a backstage segment with Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs all the way through the and introductions and, yeah. and, and kind of ended, thankfully, right when the match started. It got done before it was needed here. Um, and you know, and then you also have the fans online who, who apparently are just so jaded and angry about WWE and what they've been doing the past few months that just can't can't get over the idea that this show is good. There was there was literally people tweeting out like I don't understand why this show is good. I don't I don't get why this show is is like this. I don't get why people are tweeting this. Yeah, uh, and there was plenty of people doing that online tonight. They just couldn't understand why this is uh, pretty good. And, and you have other people just angry that the Usos won tonight as well. We'll get into that. Hey, your boy, um, your boy on the chat here. Uh, thank you, Mr. James. Espanto. Why? Now, if you stick with sports, Keaton, you too will get your own introduction like that. Hey, if that guy, if James ever goes into wrestling, we have a Kev Kellum as his manager, mm-hmm. kind of like a Ricardo Rodriguez. Right? I love, I love seeing all the new people here. If you're with us for the first time, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. We'll always have fun with you. Uh, Edge got close. Let's get back into that main event. Yeah. Edge got very, very close. All they had to do in that match is convince you that he was going to win, and, yeah. and that he could. They got you to believe it. That's it. They got you to believe that he could win the title. And Ro- and Rollins came out there. You knew Rollins was going to interfere, but they did a little switcheroo where they didn't make it complete. They did the run-in thing, but they didn't make it complete. I like that the Mysterios and the Usos also prevented it. It was just enough run-in. It was mm-hmm. not too much. Oh, yeah. Perfect. And yeah. and they didn't have John Cena influence the outcome. They just had John Cena come out at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. So uh, just when you think it's the bittersweet, Roman wins again. Here comes John Cena. This was done to a T. 
absolutely to a T. Yeah. A super hot crowd added something to this. This was the right move for WWE to do at the right time. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, and obviously, you know, I kind of wanted uh, Cena and Roman to be non-title. I, I almost want anybody that's part-time to not just come in and get a title shot. But, I mean, that's the world we're going to live in. We're probably getting Goldberg uh, tomorrow. Uh, but it'll be great if Big, if Big E at least makes an appearance tomorrow. Uh, the crowd is going to pop heavy for that. Uh, we'll get to that later. But, um, you know, I, uh, you know, at the same time, though, uh, Roman Reigns has literally built an empire uh no pun intended he has literally defined what it is to be a champion much like a diana perrazzo in impact in the knockouts division roman reigns in the men's division for smackdown is defining what it is to be a champion and he is basically destroying all comers and he i probably think he's gonna take a take Cena at SummerSlam. A lot of people think maybe this is where Cena breaks Ric Flair's record. I don't know if it'll ever be broken, to be honest with you. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be... Uh, Roman has something been... crazy? What's to say they don't do this on television before then? Yeah, I don't know. I, it's you know, got to be SummerSlam. It's got to uh, be SummerSlam. I mean, it's going to be SummerSlam, but if, yeah. if there was going to be something freaky that they wanted to do, yeah, it would be, um, you know... And also, now you have to think of, if you're NBC... We want that match on on Peacock, but if you're yeah. Fox, we want something with that. Okay. So at least Fox gets to say, "Well, we get the build up to the match." We yeah, John yeah. Cena doing John Cena's going to do something on Fox to build up to this match. He'll be there, and Friday. then NBC gets it. So I guess they're both happy because you got to understand they both want to be in the John Cena business. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. And then we we saw what uh, live crowd does. Uh, the SmackDown rating went up by almost half a million, I believe, uh, from the week before. So, um. With with John Cena though, I mean, you, you heard the pop. Uh, you know, the pop. It, it was amazing that the pop Huge. overshadowed the John Cena sucks chance singing. You know, always singing along with the song. The no. pop. The pop overshadowed those. No, that was just how it, insane. It, even it if was. you wanted to say he sucked, you'd still lose your mind because you here's John Cena it. and you yeah. didn't know you were getting him, or at least you were expecting it. And the anticipation is there. Uh, you know, there's other people saying they're a major Roman Reigns fan. The Seth Rollins is a crybaby. Roman doesn't know how to have a good clean match. <laughs> it was robbed. He was I robbed. Love, I love. I love. I love when Rollins goes into meltdown mode. Rollins plays that character so well. I love it. Uh, friend of the show, Ali Dark Sky, saying John Cena rocks. John Cena rocks. Uh, so uh, definitely doesn't have the same tune though. It doesn't. It, <laughs> it doesn't have the same tune. John Cena sucks. Um, it's yeah, and also this is gonna. And if anyone's really upset, I think there's gonna be some people that are just okay with John Cena coming back because I know so that's cool. Yeah, and they're younger millennial fans. There, there's a crowd of younger fans that don't hate John Cena. They just revere yeah. him as their Hulk Hogan. And, and you know, and to be honest, uh, you know, I've said this many times, uh, pointed this out many times. Roman Reigns has not been pinned in a singles match since 2019, October of 2019. I don't think they're going to give John Cena that rub. They give that rub to probably someone that is up and coming, uh, that that will get a huge shot to the moon. Uh, to the moon, as Cameron Grimes would say. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't think they give that to Cena. I honestly think it's just going to be another stepping stone, another notch in the belt of Roman Reigns' great title reign, uh, and then we save that for somebody else that uh, that uh, can take Roman down finally, whenever that may be. I don't know when that's going to be. It, it, nobody knows. Uh, Brian, a buddy of mine, texting your Skull 17 saying, oh, hell. Uh, that, is a, that is a response. Oh, old school, old. Uh, oh, all hail, all hail the name. All bow down to the name Seth Rollins. Yes, that, that is old school Seth Rollins. I'm Tyler Black stuff back in the day there. Um, let's get into the conversation here. Let's move on to another big match. And if once again, if you're with us for the first time, go ahead, uh, hammer the like buttons. Let us know what you think with your reactions. They really, really help the show. I know a lot of people joining us right after a pay-per-view. If you can't catch the whole thing, uh, don't worry. You can get this. You can listen to it on demand. Watch it on demand. We'll have the audio and the podcast up as well. And also check out our website, sportskeeda.com. A lot of different exclusives up there this week with a lot of big names just from WWE and all the latest news. A lot of fun stuff as well. Uh, here's a question uh, about big returns. Becky Lynch teased an appearance tonight but did not appear. Uh, and there was there was a crowd expecting Becky Lynch and we're chanting for her a couple times during tonight's and, match. And then uh, Charlotte gave the old peacock, I mean the bird. <laughs> yeah, that was a moment, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, uh, Marco uh, just texting you and saying, do we get Becky tomorrow night? 
uh, on the kayfabe one year anniversary of her legal issue. You know, that, that that does match up. That would be the one year of her dropping the title. Yeah, that, that, that does was, line up there. Man, that was such a, a, a moment too, like with Oscar in the ring and nobody knew like the genuine reaction Oscar had. Uh, our buddy Rico, uh, I think he's got maybe a good idea here. Imagine carrying cross being the one who beat Roman. That'd be nuts. Uh, a lot of different takes here. Let's move on to this one. A feel good moment for sure. If you're a longtime fan of WWE, a universally uh, beloved character in WWE, big E oh. he is successful winning the men's money in the bank match, a thriller of, of a match. Uh, very much had a lot of great players in it. Shinsuke Nakamura shined in this match. Seth Rollins shined in this match. Kevin Owens had some great moments in this ricochet really raised his stock yeah. walking the ropes doing backflips off Ooh. him jumping off the top rope to the ladder doing Ooh. a bunch of incredible things he was uh he was spider-man again uh the, even if he didn't win this match he definitely raised his stock quite a bit uh john morrison nearly winning this match yeah um, uh i thought i thought when the when he popped when he popped out that drip stick i thought Maybe that was the end of the match there. I almost kind of uh, shot, thought that was going to be, uh, uh, you know, the end there. That was a good uh, near fall for that. It was kind of hard to get into this match at mm -hmm. first because we were all so annoyed with Peacock. And so, <laughs> it, you know, the, it, it might have taken. By the time it got going, it got yeah. going, you know. Um, yeah. That ricochet, and that springboard off to the outside, holy man. The, like like uh like pat mcafee said the the, the uh, houston knows the two words that uh, fit that description uh and they chanted them very loudly because that was a moment we that'll live in gift form forever by ricochet there uh and uh, the end uh literally a big ending i mean holy cow uh and kevin owens i mean taking that bump doing the double stunner uh you know there was a lot of things he, he, he did took well, that, too. He got powerbombed through that ladder, and that was brutal. And immediately was grabbing his head, and that was concerning to me. But oh. you, you, you worry for people like that when they take those yeah. really, really scary ones there. Man. It's going to hurt in the morning. Oh, I, I think everyone's going to be hurting in the morning. Uh, definitely. Uh, continue to let us know what you think. And if you're watching the show, uh, rate the show. Give us your rating on the show. And everyone thinks of ratings, the five-star ratings. We do this rating. We do 10. You got to go the, the gamut of 10. All right. One being the worst show we've ever seen. And this definitely wasn't. And 10 being the best. And I'm going to tell you, my show is north of seven right now. And it is north of seven. It is up there. We'll give our rating uh, later on the show. But you let us know what you think of the show and give us your thoughts on it. Uh, Biggie winning this. This is a big moment for his career. This is the most significant win of his career. Mm -hmm. uh, he's had the Intercontinental title before. He was at Kofi's side at WrestleMania. He had all those different tag team things. He's been a complete player. We have people giving dropping tens and nines on this show. They're feeling really good about it. Yeah, um, and uh, uh, Xavier Woods with a great tweet. Uh, all three guys hugging backstage with Biggie holding the briefcase. Uh, so uh, check out uh, at Austin or uh, it's uh, Austin Austin Creed Xavier Woods. You know you you, you know where to find him on the Twitter. Uh, a great picture uh, posted by him there uh, backstage of the of the new day celebrating with the title now, the and show is almost universally placed by when jason reed's given a 7.5 some people get him at nine uh and uh you know robert richard saying uh peacock could have been better but overall it's a 10 uh i agree the peacock stuff was annoying but everything yeah. else in peacock makes it worth it for that, me that was the first time peacock screwed up for me to yeah be honest. yeah that um, was the first time i mean the the people are upset about the like the interface of it the way it's laid out and the way you can mm -hmm. find things it's, it's yeah. i can understand that um completely but i also like peacock because of everything else that's on it you know like i like i can go right two clicks i can go from wwe to like every episode of snl i think that's yeah. awesome i so. watched i watched golf coverage this week for the from the from the open there so yeah and like during the olympics it's gonna be fun i can flip yeah. on and over but also it's of... like that that streaming quality that's not on wwe that's on peacock that yeah. isn't acceptable if you're WWE, I'd be upset about it. Yeah, they, they should have expected an uptick of 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 hitting that server uh, because there's so many more fans that are getting back into it with a I live wonder, crowd now. I wonder yeah. if that was an issue with it tonight. Yeah, a lot of people probably uh, uh, this is their probably their first uh, viewing a WWE since March of 2020. Possibly, I'm not so I would not be surprised. Uh, I know a few friends of mine, and it was had, treated that way, wasn't it? Treated that way, like yeah. hey. Here are all these characters. Here's mm -hmm. what they've been doing for the last year and a half. Yeah, and and you know we always said, uh, you know, I, I've always said on the uh, when we do our top story Monday through Friday, I go, you know, this seems bland right now because I think they're holding things back. I think they're holding things back for when the live crowds return. And uh, you saw it tonight. Uh, you know, we have not 
seen John Cena wrestle a match in quite a while, uh, and, and we're going to get him at SummerSlam. And and uh, as you saw tonight, the the crowd loved it. So uh, let's jump over to the other Money in the Bank match on this show. It was the women's match. Now I'll be frank; I don't think this match was as good as the men's, and that is no shot at the women. Uh, they open the show, they open the show strong, but can comparison the two ladder matches, people are always going to compare. Like they do that with the hell in a cells. What was the best hell in a cell match of the, of the one or the two you did in the show? I thought the men went a little bit, a little bit crazier. I yeah. thought the women had a lot of fun in this match though. Uh, specifically Alexa bliss sporting a new look. This is the first time we've seen Alexa bliss wrestle in a few months. Uh, so that, that was intriguing and different. And she did some very unique things, uh, very physical in the ring. Uh, very, uh, also she kind of like hung over in every introduction. That um, was cool. I like that. I like those shots when, yeah, yeah. it was interesting. And everybody kind of sold it the way she kind of like was perched like a, like a crow staring at everybody and, and it, it got intense. And, uh, she took out Nikki Ash, Nikki, almost a superhero cross her former tag team partner, and you kind of thought that it was her match to win. And then Nikki came back and won this match and got the yeah. triumphant moment. I thought it was a clever spot. You had uh, two, three pairs of women battling well, on three Everybody ladders. up on the top of the ladders getting, reaching for the title, and yeah. here she is climbing up through the whole mess of things. Because yeah. she did that a couple times in the match. Everyone would be kind of crowded, and then she would smash through and get it. And it kind of was a reoccurring note, and it was a good storytelling point. Yeah, and uh, I was, uh, you know, I, I actually uh, had uh, originally picked Nikki Cross to win this, and then I kind of flipped uh, over to Alexa um, with my official prediction. And, uh, you know, but it, it was kind of interesting because it, Nikki didn't really get the, a big pop when she came out compared to like uh, Liv Morgan got a tremendous pop, Naomi and uh, Alexa Bliss got good pops. And I was kind of surprised Nikki didn't because, you know, if you, if you even if you check out her Instagram, thanks for doing the superhero things really inspired a lot of art and a lot of fans like, you know, the, the kids, especially, yes. um, this and is, guys, guys, we're, we're dudes. Okay. We're dudes mm. and men and women of a certain age. We're nerds. We've been watching this our whole lives. This isn't for us. Yeah. This is for younger fans. This is for different fans. This is for the families. This is, this is scratching that Bailey itch that yeah. Bailey did when she came in. This is a yeah. feel good character for a time that's supposed to feel good yeah is it an is it a wildly original new idea no they've done it before i know will they do it with the hurricane and do it. yes i know and I hopefully know we did. get a hopefully we get a segment with hurricane and mighty molly eventually i know what nikki has publicly said she we would interviewed love, her yeah when we interviewed her she brought yeah. that up and said that she was interested she also said i'm inspired by black widow I'm going to learn some flying. I, I learned some fly. She did some flying tonight. So I think interesting. I think much like Rhea and Charlotte didn't win over the crowd right away that with the, we want Becky chance. And then they just had a, a match. We'll get into uh, uh, later on and they flipped the crowd. I think by the end, Nikki flipped the crowd as well. She didn't get the for initial reaction. No, the, the reaction when she came out, wasn't as big. Alexa got the biggest one. And <laughs> Alexa, for some reason was kind of acknowledging a CGI puppet uh, that was projected on the screen. Uh, so WWE trying, trying to do their wildly stylized production that drives everyone crazy. But I, I get yeah. it. You know, I get what they're trying to do. I'm not a fan uh, of the puppet, but I liked the Lily, the the AR Lily on the entrance. I liked that. It was interesting. That this this is something only WWE's doing. So they, you know, it, some of that stuff drives people crazy, but it makes their show stand out and be different. Well, like the new days, the little Mario platforming video game. That that's pretty damn impressive too. Uh, I want to ask you guys, if you're watching for the first time, subscribe to the channel. I know a lot of people join us for these pay-per-views for the first time. We're doing a lot of really cool stuff, and I love all of your energy. I also drop in the link to our uh, our podcast as well, which you guys can get on Apple and all these different things. Shout out to Rest Friend. Hey, Rest Friend. What's up, Iridian Fierro? Check out her channel. It's very funny. Okay, I've stopped crying so I can watch the post show. Iridian <laughs> uh, is one of the biggest John Cena fans I know. Oh, happy uh, tears and happy tears. Uh, and let me just say, Iridian, there's some real chisme going on backstage. Uh, I probably said that wrong. Uh, she's going she's gonna to text me later and tell me I said that wrong. Uh, so uh, this was a wild show with a lot of different feel-good moments in it. We yeah. Had, both the Money in the Bank matches uh, took the stock of long-term, dedicated, always mm. in the mid-card players and said, all right, now we're going to bring you up to a certain level. Uh, and you know, you noticed uh, Drew McIntyre cut a promo where people were kind of mixed. Do we hear him? 
But when he said, like, why don't you just make some noise for me? And they made some noise. Might and have been I, Drews, though. Those might not have been booze. Um, those the Drews. Because <laughs> when he was climbing the ladder, there I was, was a Drews. little bit of booze. Hey. There was a little bit of booze, but when they when you heard all those backstage, that was a lot of Drews, not booze. Because because when he was getting ready to climb the ladder by himself, and you think he could win, there was only a hair of booze, yeah. just, a hair, just a tiny bit. So I said I, Drew I, Earns. Yeah, I, I think said it, Drew Earns. Yeah, those I don't are know Drews. That Simpsons, that Simpsons I, reference. I, I yeah, said Drew Earns. Somebody um, uh, somebody tweeted that at me that Simpsons gif. <laughs> um but uh the crowd saying three two one in that match was really yeah. really cool that so, tells you that he, they're they're not uh no. they're not hating him yet and they did the right thing uh and i think i predicted that on top story i said gender's gonna come out and screw drew and that's exactly what happened and i think that's best for business to keep drew from being oversaturated because we were teetering on that point of drew being oversaturated uh, let's get into another match here. Bobby Lashley dominating Kofi Kingston. A very, very short match. Well under 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, they This was, I wouldn't say a, a squash match. Kofi got some offense in this. Yeah. Uh, but this was a reminder that Bobby Lashley, when he dials it in, wants to be a monster. And WWE has some investment in him staying as champion. Uh, they tried to do some shaky things and show you some doubt in the character. Uh, but I think they're, they were simply just... A small respite after WrestleMania to remind you that this guy is still the Almighty, and this is still the this is still the new and improved Bobby Lashley that's gotten to a whole nother level. Uh, so, what do you think of that? Uh, Kofi Kingston gonna stay in the mid card, buddy. My uh, my prediction changed on Monday. I was uh, uh, predicting Kofi for weeks to win this match, and uh, when that uh, when Lashley said screw. The VIP lounge, screw these women, screw the partying. Uh, you know, he flipped that switch I'm done on with Monday. It. I'm done with his bolt. <laughs> yeah, I, he, yeah, he flipped that switch on Monday, and I immediately changed my prediction to, to Lashley winning it. Um, and uh, so I, I think it went seven and a half minutes. A lot of it was Lashley just beating the holy hell out of Kofi. A lot of people upset because they got flashbacks to uh, when uh, when uh, Lesnar did that. Of course, Lesnar did it in like under 30 seconds uh, compared people, to this one. We have people in the chat bitching about Drew being in the match that he didn't win under the idea that he could win. He didn't win. So you don't have the thing to be mad about anymore. Yeah, don't hinder the gender, as Sean just said on the chat. Yeah, there. so gender interfered and cost the match. I almost thought when gender, uh, when a gender's goons pulled him off the ladder, yeah, that he like landed on his knee. So immediately oh. I was like, Ugh! but immediately he was moving. I was like, oh, okay, all right, good. Uh, I I loved this. I thought the undercard was really really fun. There was a lot of different things on the show that were fantastic that I really enjoyed. I want to know what people thought of the show. Uh, tell me what your favorite match on the show was. Uh, Colleen saying all of them were great, great matches. There was no favorites, so no individual standout. I could say that to a degree because this was, you know, we had Friday and that was in front of a crowd in Texas, but this is obviously there's going to be a lot of people that don't watch Ron Smackdown. They're only going to watch the pay-per-views, plenty of people like that, or at least they pay more attention to the whole show because it's a pay-per-view, right? Um, the crowd was the MVP of this. It was absolutely fantastic to hear WWE do what they do in front of a crowd. It was special. Yeah. It was special. Yeah. I, you know, it, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's only, you know, it's now we, we hopefully, you know, Monday night raw has been kind of in a lull, you know, it, it's bounced back a little bit last couple of weeks. So now I think with the crowds and, uh, mm -hmm. this new, this little reboot and, Maybe Big E comes out on on Monday. Uh, you know we're, we're gonna have a little fun. Maybe maybe uh, you know maybe this whole Goldberg thing that's supposed to happen tomorrow is gonna the, I, flip I have, the whole internet I, switch back the other way to hate. I have yeah, I have not seen a positive reaction to the Goldberg news at all. But. Um, this this will be certainly interesting here. This is a good night for wrestling. Whether or not you're a fan of WWE, this is just good for the genre of wrestling, guys. Mm. It's still Reaganomics. It's still trickled down here. Anthony Bruno, bring up this match. We got to talk about it here. Uh, Charlotte and Rhea Flair, or Rhea Ripley. Mm. Jeez, the Charlotte Flair, she's not Rhea Ripley. I'm just so excited. We're gonna talk about this. She's gonna put uh, you in the. She's gonna put you uh, down for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, she made quite the entrance with that robe. Uh, Rhea Ripley and her got quite the introduction, mm -hmm. right? And they start to have their match, and before they even lock up, they get the Becky chance. We want Becky. <laughs> I would say this match had the lightest intrigue going into the show, even though it's still Charlotte Flair, one of the best. She's certainly the best female wrestler in the world, one of the top 10 wrestlers in the world. Doesn't matter who you are, right? She's up there. 
Uh, and but people are just aren't feeling this combination of her and Rhea Ripley, and that's no shot at Rhea. I just think it's kind of a played out storyline on TV. Yeah, I uh, it was yeah. It, but. It, uh, I don't think they've. <laughs> well, I was gonna say but. I don't think they've also they haven't really captured the true essence of Rhea like they had her in NXT. I think a a, a lot of uh, the inner the interesting parts of her character in NXT have kind of been left off the chopping floor as well uh, when it comes to the main roster, and I think that's what's turned off a lot of people on this feud as well. Um, but I got, I got a tweet from Peacock, by the way, if you want to hear it. Yeah, what's the what's the tweet you got from Peacock? There is this uh, about the the stream? Uh, yeah, Peacock TV Care, which is uh, they got the little blue check mark, so they're official. You reached uh, out to them; they reached out back to you. No, I did not. I just uh, this was a they responded to my anybody else dealing with a choppy Peacock tweet. This is my first tweet about it uh, after the issues had started during the interview or the segment with Riddle and Boogs and Nakamura. Go. Uh, we greatly appreciate your feedback and we'll be sure to pass the feedback along for internal review. Please know that the replay for Money in the Bank 2021 will be available shortly. Feel free to reach back out if you should have any further questions. <laughs> Boy, I'm sure they're copying and pasting that tweet a trillion times right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's not on WWE because like, I understand everyone who did that, who had the network internationally didn't have that issue, but you know, hopefully it's not a problem at SummerSlam. Mm. You know, uh, you got to understand that that's a tune out thing for a lot of people. So yeah, there's a, there's going to be some meetings this week. I have a feeling. Well, imagine how many people turned the show off and they didn't know that John Cena came back. Yeah. Yeah. And then they see the tweets about it and they're like, I turned it off because I thought the stream didn't work. Yep. You know, that's going to be a real issue for people. And that's not a shot at WWE. <laughs> that's like, it's just a tech issue. Uh, somebody's getting yelled at here, but let's oh. talk about this. Charlotte Flair cannot be doubted. She cannot be doubted. All right. She cannot be doubted. All right. Here's a comment from Lindsay Luke. Charlotte Flair is not the greatest. She is. She, she gets, uh, she's not the greatest. She gets, she only gets opportunities because she's Ric Flair's daughter, period. She needs to let other women get a chance. Here's the thing, Lindsay, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. All right, Lindsay. And here's why you're wrong. And Lindsay, I want you to keep watching the show and you keep watching it and you and I can disagree. And you may think, oh, the guy who's mean on the stream said that thing. No, 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 no. He, Lindsay, I need to address this. All right. I need to address this because Charlotte gets that so much because you've heard it enough because why is she always in these positions and something like that? She is the gatekeeper. All right. Rhea got her run. The booking didn't work. Rhea will go down and someone go up. You know who went up? It was Nikki Cross. He's been there a long, long time. Has probably earned the opportunity is trying a new character. And it's for, for WWE with younger female fans. And younger fans in general, boys and girls, this is a character they need. They need to play to all these different audiences, and Charlotte can be the heel against that. She can be the ice queen against that person. Makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so in that regard, it makes sense. But here's an example of why Charlotte is one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. The crowd wanted Becky, and they chanted, we want Becky. And they didn't even get to lock up. That You notice that they didn't even touch each other before the crowd said, oh, this is the match we want to shit on, mm-hmm. okay? So we're going to shit on this match. And that's a, it's a part of WWE shows. People want to, like, turn on things, right? Yeah. And, and so that's what they're trying to do, right? They want to tell the corporation this is what we want. They want to try and have they want to try and have their, like, take over the show moment, right? What did Charlotte do? <laughs> Gave them what the did bird. Charlotte and Rhea do? You know what they did? They put Give the us- cast out and reeled you in like a big mouth bass and nearly stole the show. Gave us a classic. This was a better match than they had at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It the first one. Yep. And, and no audience. Yep. This they no one was chanting, we want Becky by the end of that match. No, nope. they stopped doing it pretty quickly because you know what they were chanting in the middle of the match? This is awesome. Yep. Because they were on board and they cared about both characters by the end of the match. And Rhea lost the title, but had one of her most significant matches in WWE losing a title match in which they literally did not have the crowd at the beginning of the match and wrestled them, literally forced them with their talent and exceeded beyond the circumstances of what they were in and delivered. Think about that. It is undeniable. You heard it. You saw it. You can't flip the script. This isn't like a studio space. There was no press wave button crowd says sound. No. 
All right. You can argue about, oh, well, they just did this or that. No, no, no. Charlotte Flair did that because she's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Rhea Ripley did that because she's one of the best wrestlers in the world. So there you go. JT yeah. Goodman checking in here saying, uh, uh, Lindsay, you know, you don't agree with me. It's okay. I, if you don't like Charlotte Flair, tell me about the other wrestlers you love. I'd rather you tell me about the wrestlers you love than wrestlers you don't love. Uh, Rhea looked very strong, kicked out in the top rope, natural selection. That was brutal. Do you see the natural selection off the top rope? Her head nice. went right into the rope. I was like, how did she even kick out of that? Yeah, what do you think, nice. man? That was nice. And, and like, uh, like he finished on the, then, then the, just the brutality of kicking those stairs over and over to, to set up that figure eight. And then the angle of the figure eight that Charlotte put on there was, uh, that was pretty high angle. And then Rhea literally had nowhere to go and no, nothing else to do, but tap out, uh, and, and to kind of follow up on that. I mean, uh, you know, uh, just if you think Charlotte's had everything handed to her, watch the early days of NXT. If you watched, uh, uh, her debut, of course, Ric Flair was there in her debut, actually mm -hmm. took on Bailey on that debut. But if you watch the early days of her career in NXT, nothing was handed to her. She uh, built uh, herself up. She didn't even want to wrestle. It was her brother's death that got her into wrestling. So she didn't even want to wrestle. And then she's turned into uh, uh, one of the greatest performers mm -hmm. in the women's division over this uh, this past decade. So uh, you, you look at the uh, early days of NXT, which are on the network, and uh, you, you'll see that it wasn't always just it wasn't just given to her. So mm -hmm. uh, this was uh, this was a really, really fun show overall. Uh, there were several matches that kind of exceeded expectations. If you haven't seen it, the Usos are now the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions in a really, really great match. They got to have the kickoff match in the show, defeating the uh, Mysterios. They, uh, one of the Usos took the, the 619 for his brother. I mm -hmm. believe it was Jimmy who took it so that Jay couldn't get it. But and that kind of like helped them reverse things around. Uh, and then Dominic got rolled up, and the brother reached in to make sure he could press more weight on his other brother without the referee seeing to make sure they could secure the win with a dirty pinfall seven time tag team champions. But that didn't stop the internet from saying, no. how does someone who gets a DUI a week ago, get another WWE championship. And this isn't the first time this has happened. No, it ain't. It's not. And I don't, you know, it's not a great pattern to follow, but it, you, it's clear. WWE doesn't really care about those things. And, uh, you know, it could have been much worse. Unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, I understand that separating this from the match itself, this was a great match. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say this wasn't a great match, man. No. Like, if you watch the match, it was absolutely fantastic here. Uh, it, it was it was really, really special. Uh, here we go. Here's Riddle texting, and not that Riddle, saying uh, the Usos did good. Fire emoji, a thumbs up emoji. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. Uh, he absolutely liked it here. Uh, yeah, and it was uh, it was time to have the whole bloodline have gold. There was uh, there had to have been a mo there had to have been a moment in this whole tremendous story, and it means more now for the mysterious. Yeah. I think to try and get it back. I yeah. think it and means more. Clearly, uh, showing up at the main event means they're not done with the Usos. So I almost wish that what fun it would have been if they like held off on this, the mysterious winning it in front of a live crowd. You know, right? I know. I don't That's know why. That's what it stuff. You know, they needed I, yeah. to have. They needed to have fun moments like that in the Thunderdome. They needed yeah. to have special stuff like that. But I don't think it's the last time they get the titles either. So, and also, how about Dominic? There's two nights in a row in front of crowds, and he's just, he's yeah. perfect, man. Yeah. This is this guy's. He is, fits in perfectly. No one's complaining about Dominic getting this because he's he's Rey Mysterio's son. You know, no it, one's it hasn't about that. it hasn't phased him uh, being in front of live crowds for the first time on Friday and tonight. You know, it hasn't phased him. He's continued to up his game and. uh you know, we're uh, we're uh, like I said, I don't think we've uh, seen the last of uh, father son as a tag team champion. Uh, yeah. Also, one of our very own at sports key to Greg Bush texting here saying they turned the crowd. He's talking about Becky and uh, Rhea here. Uh, no, uh, Charlotte and Rhea. They turned it from those. We want Becky chance to this is awesome. I mean, how can you deny how great those two are? If you're I can say this is somebody who's been around uh, backstage at independent wrestling shows. Yeah. And, and I've seen similar situations with hardcore independent fans, right? At AAW shows where they are the hardest of the hardcore fans, right? And I'm just talking about the craft of storytelling in a ring and getting a crowd to react to you and be the third person in the show is the crowd and how they respond to what you do. And that's how you really get to tell the best stories. And I've seen guys go out there where they think, all right, we have this story, we want to do it. And we don't have them because it's something else or some other BS or something, right? And somebody heckling the ring, right? And then the wrestlers now have to double down and they have to acknowledge it enough 
and you have Charlotte who literally flipped the bird at the audience and then wrestled them into the palm of her hand. And I think maybe that's the part that pisses people off the most is that, oh, she did that and she's Ric Flair's kid. Yeah, <laughs> that's not fair. That's not fair. My faves. Peacock, what about my faves that I stand for? I don't stand for her. Peacock tried to uh, censor that bird, and you figure Peacock loves birds. <laughs> I don't know why they tried to censor it. I mean, well, also it's a streaming service. It's not like it's over. You know yeah. what I mean? This isn't like on television. You don't have FCC regulations. There's, there's much more stuff in the ECW stuff that they left in. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. that they've that they've left in. Uh, there's very, I mean, people complain about some things they took out, but those are few and far in between and honestly don't age well. So they deserve to be taken out. Okay. Um, this I'll take. This will take. Tanya saying, I don't deny how great and Charlie and Rhea are, but I would have loved to see Rhea, uh, Becky back. Yeah. I think there was a problem though, because Becky did put out that tweet today where she's at the arena. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and she's I, posing in a picture right next to the Dickies arena at like yeah. 15, like two hours before the show started. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and maybe it was more indicative of people wanting to see Becky back because yeah. it's been uh, it's been 16 months since we've Let's last. Let's just say Becky. we don't get that tomorrow night. Yeah, we'll probably get it tomorrow night. Um, so I, you know, maybe it wasn't indicative on uh, crapping on Charlotte and Rhea, and where it was more of just, uh, oh hell yeah, oh that's right, Christopher wants to. Oh hell yeah, Texas flipping out Bart. One bear. Drink Two a little bears. bit. Drink a little bit, Doctor Pepper, for the Three working bears. smart mark, for the sport kitty, for the oh. Riju Dash Matuda, for for all them good mothers and sisters and brothers. Give me some scotch. Four bears, five bears. What? <clears throat> oh hell yeah! What you what you chugging there? You doing some diet coke? Diet Pepsi. <laughs> <coughs> oh, there we go. All Let's right, so Diet Pepsi for the working man. Another match that exceeded expectations. A match that hid weaknesses and, and highlighted strengths was uh, the the strong, super tall, powerful device of storytelling that is Omos, as he tagged with AJ Styles to take on the Viking Raiders, who I thought at one point were going to win this match. It was so much teeter-tottering back and forth. Uh, an impressive maneuver where Omos was used as like this rocket to launch mm, uh, AJ great. Styles in one of the prettiest Hurricane Ranas I've ever seen outside of the ring. I, really, I just thought really it was going to be. A, I, I just thought it was going to be a regular dive, and he turned it into a Hurricane Run. I'm like, holy crap! This is why AJ Styles is like one of the best of our generation. And 44 man. years old, AJ man. Styles is 44 years old, and he's doing that. So remember man. that. Uh, and it, you know, the big man almost got to press slam a 325 man above his head and slam him. Now, almost is still very new and he still looked very new. Yeah. Uh, and he's still a very, very big man who has to move with that weight and all those different things, but they hit a lot of his weaknesses or, or shortcomings and just highlighted his strength. Almost an AJ style, still the champions. I didn't mind them keeping the belts. I'm okay with them keeping the belts. Yeah, uh, I think the Raiders can still have a run at this, and the Raiders didn't look like they got squashed. And I, in AJ, AJ, AJ's music hit. That was another one of those tremendous pops of the night as well. Uh, and, and I like I've said this before on our top story. Almost is just like Braun Strowman. Uh, you know, Braun Strowman. You know, ba gave him basic move sets. Did not do much in early on in his career, and then look what he was able to do later on. Of course, now he's not with the company anymore. I think almost is going to be in that same boat, but he's a little further behind. He really is new. I think he started in 2019. Did not get much work in NXT at all before he got called up to do some to do the Raw Underground stuff. So, uh, you know, it's it's gonna it's a work in progress. But yeah. the basic stuff they give him, like. Like how his elbow into the corner, he does that with such quickness for a big man. It's it looks impressive as hell. Even just seeing him run the ropes. He's uh, not trying to do anything he can't pull off. Yeah. So it, it, it's uh, just adding piece by piece as he. And uh, if he's a set piece guy where you're just using his size and somebody else, I'm okay with that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm okay with that because if it keeps him from being hurt, if it keeps him from hurting other people, just because he's bigger, right? You know that I'm okay with that. And if your thing is, well, we want younger big men, and that's what we want to focus on. All right, but I mean, I don't think this can he can do this forever. You know, if there's a if there's a guy to hang out with and learn from, it's, it's one AJ of the Styles. it's one of the best of our generation in AJ Styles. I mean, AJ Styles has been doing this for 20 years, and uh, you know, he's been dazzling us all the way from TNA up to now, and uh, just continues to be. Uh, literally one of the best wrestlers of our generation. So, uh-oh. 
Read this comment from Jamie. Jamie, read read this comment from Jamie. This is a brutal comment. Now, for people are li- folks that are listening to podcasts, we we if you're listening or watching on demand, you're just not paying attention. People text into the show, and we pull up the text on screen in real time. So we're not saying this. <laughs> Underdog, put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> uh, Jamie is texting in saying, "My son, who is 11, looked at uh, Osmo almost." Uh, and, and said, why is Shaq wrestling? Why is Shaquille O'Neal wrestling? Well, Shaquille O'Neal wrestles. He wrestles for AEW. I don't look like that guy. <laughs> and he wrestled there. Uh, and, uh, oh, speaking of internet darlings, we have somebody saying Parker Bordeaux, who has not had a match in WWE yet, no. is going to dethrone Roman Reigns. Uh, there's a uh, there's a saying called greener than goose, um, and uh, Parker Bordeaux is green, green, green. He's not even close to being ready yet. So. Uh, we have Laborio Romo saying, great pay-per-view for the record books. This is the show the haters WWE does have the power to put on a good show. Uh, I agree with you here. This yeah. is an irrefutably an irrefutably good program. I don't uh, get the uh, I don't get the uh, WWE marks that only rag on AEW and, uh, and vice versa. AEW marks that'll only rag on WWE. You know, you love a good product. Just love a good product for what it is. You know, uh, you know, and, and so many products are now coming together. I mean, yep. you look at Bound for Glory. Every promotion under the sun is coming together apparently for Bound for Glory with AAA, with AEW, with New Japan. Uh, it's a great time for pro wrestling. So it, you know, uh, you, you know, just enjoy it. You know, enjoy. What do we always say at the end of the show? Enjoy. Re- yeah, enjoy wrestling. But, All right. Uh, if you're just joining us, give us your one to ten. Here's here's how we end everything. We we always we we give it the the culminating completely absolutely irrefutable. This is the definitive rating of the show. No, it isn't. Um, obviously, people are gonna have different reactions to the show. I think the the worst part of it was probably the technical issues. Outside of that, I don't think there was a a dud of a match on this show. I mean, like Lashley and Kofi felt like more of an angle than yeah. anything. Yeah. If that was it, that wouldn't be, I would say if that's the worst match on a pay-per-view, it's not a bad pay-per-view to think about it, you know, and, and anyone who lost in this match, I don't feel like anyone was buried. I don't feel like anyone got buried in this edge looked valiant and has Rollins now and has a reason to go after Rollins and is gets to continue to be the passionate character he is that cuts these great promos. What a great response he got to when he came out. Um, and you have John Cena back now. You have so much forward momentum, and the people that lost matches look strong, and the people that won matches look stronger than when they came in. We have people giving the show eights and nines and tens. I give this show because of Texas. All right, we're getting a 10 here from, uh, from South Africa. That's awesome here. Um, I give this show. Yeah, so Lindsay's giving a soft seven. Charlotte winning is the worst thing tonight. She still doesn't like Charlotte, Lindsay. You just, you, I'm not going to get you to budge on that. I don't mind bringing up people's names multiple times on the show, by the way, if you can't tell. So come on back if you're watching for the first time. I give this show an 8.7 out of 10. Why almost a 9? Why not a 10? It's not perfect. There wasn't some perfect things about it. No show is perfect. Um, but it was so special and magical. And there were several pods of the night where I got the goosebumpy feels. And I think if I was at the show, I probably would give it a 10 because it was so special and unique. And there's so many kids having the best time they've probably had in a long, long time there. And wrestling fans having a good time there as well. Uh, I think that should be our new protocols. People give us their ratings and they have to tell us where they're giving their rating from. Yeah, definitely. Uh, people loving that Applebee ads. So let's hear your rating, buddy. One out of 10. What do you give it? Uh, I'm going to give it a solid, I'm going to give it a solid, I'm going to give it a solid eight. Okay. Solid eight. Um, yeah, I would say eight. Um, there were, uh, the early parts had some good, good matches. And then the final three matches really brought it. So I think, I think half of it was really good. And then the final three matches with, uh, Charlotte Rhea, Men's Money in the Bank and the main event Roman and Edge really brought it. I think uh, uh, with Lashley and Kingston not really having much drama to it, uh, you know, in the first uh, couple matches, uh, the Women's Money in the Bank and the the Raw Tag being good, being I seen very good. I'm going to give it a solid eight, a solid eight, a solid 
A solid 8 out of 10. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us here for the first time. If you had a really good time, hammer that like button. I know a lot of people join us for the first time after pay-per-views and different stuff like that. Uh, but here's what you can check out. We have a lot of different content for you. Okay, if you enjoy shows like this with me and all the other video dudes, uh, we're doing top story of the day every weekday right around 5 p.m. Central. That is right around 5 p.m. Central. So make sure your notifications are on on Facebook or YouTube so you can catch that Uh, in terms of YouTube exclusives. These are only over on YouTube. You can catch Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night. Uh, We have the debrief every Wednesday uh, that that covers AEW and NXT. We're doing some really, really cool stuff with that. And then every Friday night after SmackDown, we now have Dutch Mantel doing Smack Talk covering that. Plus, popping up every single week, interviews with the biggest names. Thursday nights, we go extra deep. We have a show that, that really focuses on the deepest issues of the week. And that is a show called Inside Cradle. Our most recent episode featured an interview with Natalia. Uh, a lot, a lot of fun. We do a lot of different content every single week. If you haven't checked us out before on YouTube or Facebook, please do it. But we know, obviously, on pay-per-views, these are nights that people kind of pop in and, and pay attention to stuff like this. Thank you so much. I had a really good time. You can check me out on the radio uh, if you have the TuneIn streaming app or any other radio apps, you can check check me out on 97.7 QLZ every morning, Monday through Friday. And you can also get me middays on 104.9 The X in Rockford. A lot of rock music, a lot of this type of rock music, a real rock music for rock and roll people like you. Uh, Jeremy, I know you're busy with your own podcast affairs. Yep, I am uh, the host of Lost in the Midcard with uh, fellow sports keto writer Matt Black. We've been going at it for about six and a half years now. We are inching ever so close to episode 300, even hit that brig 300. Uh, so uh, search for Lost in the Midcard in uh, your uh, any any of your favorite podcasts, uh, your favorite podcasting apps, iTunes, also Spotify. And uh, also, we're on the YouTube. We got a video version, so uh, go give us a subscribe ski. You're on. on the, you're on the YouTube. The YouTube. <laughs> the 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 YouTube. Uh, so, and then uh, everything all together at litmcpodcast.com, uh, where we have. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, and then all the uh, subscribe links are there. Usually, drop shows every uh, Thursday afternoon for you. We uh, record right after Dynamite and uh, talk about the week. All promotions have a lot of fun with it. Uh, if you guys are joining us on demand, continue to tell us what you thought of Money in the Bank and check out all of the content we have coming up. Thank you so much. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. Whether or not this was the greatest wrestling show of all time, it shows that life as we know it in some form is coming back. So if you're out there, this isn't me speaking for Sports Keat or anyone else. This is just Kevin from the south side of Chicago telling you, get your vaccination. And if you're not going to get your vaccination, uh, stay safe, stay, keep your masks on. Keep your distance. Do the things you got to do when you go to events like this uh, and get tested before you go to them out of consideration for other people as we kind of get our way out of this thing, as it still is very much a threat to people around the world. All right. That is just me not talking for sports. Gita. I know people have been affected by it. Jeremy, I know you you know people have been affected by it. It's still a real, real thing. All right. And maybe you don't take it as seriously as other people. And that's OK. Uh, but just understand we're still getting through it and we get to do fun things like this all the time because we are doing that. Right. Exactly. Uh, all right. So we march on here. Remember, stay safe out there. Do the most important thing when watching wrestling. We can argue about whether or not Charlotte Flair deserves that. I don't think Charlotte Flair deserves that thing that they gave Charlotte Flair. Why would they do that for Charlotte? <sighs> Calm down. All right. Calm down and just be, you can be angry at a billion dollar corporation because you don't think they did the things that are in your head that you tweet about to your five Twitter followers. Just calm down. And remember, when watching wrestling, you do the most important thing, which is what, Jeremy? Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, We covered it. We're good.